All right. Welcome back, Frank. How are you doing? Doing well, Al. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, you have had a fantastic career, I call it, in the HR technology space, and now you have a new venture called Mavi. Uh, if you would, please introduce yourself and what Mavi is all about. Sure, I appreciate it, and I'm really glad to be here, Al. Um, let's see, career, yeah, HR tech for a very long time, always been focused on people solutions, and always in the cloud, which was interesting. This is back before we called it the cloud. Um, had a very long stint um, at Cornerstone On Demand. I was one of the original executive team members, was there for 13 years. And we, wow, that was a great ride. I mean, that company when I started was about, well, just shy of a million dollars in ARR. And when I left after 13 years, we were just shy of a half a billion in annual recurring revenue. So that was a really interesting ride. Actually, interestingly, my last, I guess, six and a half years at Cornerstone, I went over to Asia to build Cornerstone's business in Asia in seven countries all at the same time, which is why I have this gray beard. It's not because of my age. And uh, I, I left Cornerstone at a very interesting time, took a little time off which was the most expansive period of my life. Maybe a topic for another podcast uh, or maybe a topic here. It's related to wellness, but suffice it to say, I had a, a little bit of time to myself, which actually amounted to about two years. And I, um, I sort of got plucked out of my little mini retirement um, to go to a wellness company. And then COVID happened and I found myself no longer working in my house, locked down in Los Angeles, uh, actually sitting exactly where I'm sitting right now. And I'm not a social media guy per se, but I found myself with nothing to do but scour Instagram. And I was fascinated, as we all know, at the relevance of the ads. Now, I'm a bit of a wellness junkie, for lack of a better term, and then had just worked for a wellness company. And the ads were all wellness related. And I was fascinated, number one, but really frustrated really quickly because the ads were beautiful. I was buying everything. And the minute I bought something, I got the next ad for the same thing, different brand, better ad, better message. And was like, well, okay, which one should I have purchased? So, you know, when you have nothing else to do in, in, in COVID, uh, I bought both. <laughs> and um, when I got the things that I ordered out, I was mostly frustrated and disappointed at what I bought. And I started to really think about, well, COVID forced us to all think about our own well-being, but I really started to think about how you shop well to be well. And that's where Mavi started. Um, it was really about initially, how do you bring the best of wellness to human beings who aspire to be well? That was the origin of the, of the idea, but it expanded dramatically, actually. Um, shopping was not enough of a wellness solution, if you will. 
And so I started to think about what is wellness? And I started to research and it didn't take me very long to find out a couple of things. One, the consumer wellness market is giant. $4.4 trillion, according to the Global Wellness Institute, which is like the world's fourth largest economy, like right behind Japan. So there's, it's, it's a lot. And in any very large market, it's hairy, it's complex, it's difficult to navigate. And for a consumer, it, it can be frustrating. But when you think about what wellness really is, uh, what I landed on, Al, was that wellness is a journey, not a destination. It lasts a lifetime. Yours is different than mine. It's completely fluid. You lean in, you lean out. You've, you're looking for things to support your journey. It, it, essentially, wellness is life. I mean, the one thing we all ultimately share in common is that we, regardless of our politics and our careers and our opinions, we all share the aspiration to be well. It's an innate human trait. So when you think about this as a human journey, that, that is in fact life. We're all just here trying to be well. And that makes it really interesting. And it begs the question, how do you navigate that journey well? And really we came up with three three key ingredients. One is you need authentic content that you can trust to educate, inform, inspire you, nudge you, spark your curiosity. The second thing you need is community for connection and support. We all want to be connected even if it's just one-on-one, -on -one, another human trait in our aspiration to be well. And you need the ability to shop well, to be well along the journey. And we are a consumer-based society. And so when you bring those three things together, content plus community plus commerce, you get this really interesting intersection of those sort of overlapping circles. Hmm. And where they overlap is really your journey. And so we really believe, so, so I created this company called Mavi. <laughs> I, I guess that's the punchline now. I created yeah. in COVID. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, get, I'm listening to you and, you know, we had uh, a conversation which inspired, you know, you being a guest here today, which got me all fired up because, uh, and just for context, and if you're viewing, listening, obviously uh, ask your questions and provide your comments. Uh, in your uh, chat or comments on LinkedIn or, or, or YouTube or Twitter, wherever you're participating today. Uh, but I recalled a piece of research that was roughly 20 years ago, where from the Corporate Leadership Council that highlighted the fact that it wasn't around the, the quality of your benefits as much as it was simply that there was awareness 
of the benefits that were being provided. In other words, you know, there were great benefits, but they weren't aware, they weren't being consumed. Right. So, so as I looked at your solution, I'm like, guy, how brilliant it's engaging. And it's about me. It's about how I can pursue my personal wellness journey based on my priorities and interests. So if you would, can you talk about, you know, the, the actual interface and solution and, and why that is unique and highlighting, you know, what is a priority? How does it get customized for me? Sure. So you bring up a really interesting point, which is benefits. And everything mm -hmm. I've said so far is more of a human mm -hmm. perspective on our well-being. And I want to just make a comment before we talk about benefits, because that is what we're talking about here is how employers can offer benefits that really land with the employee. Mm -hmm. um, we've architected a consumer solution for human beings. It is for you and me. We actually are going to market first to employers to solve a, a different but related problem that they have, which you just cited. That problem's expanded, by the way. It, that's part of the problem in, in benefits that employees don't really know what's available to them. And that's a communication issue. It's, it's all kinds of things. Um, it's a change management issue. But the real problem today, as you and I as humans have evolved since that research 20 years ago, mm -hmm. we are much more educated about as consumers about what we want in life or we are much, much more educated as employees about what we want in our career, as evidenced by all the stuff going on in the world, as you know. So if I could say that differently, really what's happening is humans now know they want to, they're very clear, they want to choose. They wanna choose how they work from where they work, they want to choose the type of job they have, whether it has purpose or doesn't have purpose. They want to live not in the cities or and in the woods if they want. So all of these things are anchored in, in choice. Now, let's fast forward to benefits. People know that employers are well-intended. How do we know they're well-intended? Well, they're spending a boatload of money on benefits. And let's just like, let's not talk about healthcare for a second. Let's talk about all the other stuff. Mm -hmm. And in particular, when you think about well-being benefits, how do we help our employees be well? Which is such a powerful statement. You know, I, I've always said, when I, I started saying this when I worked for Cornerstone, the best employers in the world, in my opinion, are the ones who are investing in the success of the employee in life, not just on the job. And... Well, we just established, or at least in my opinion, that wellness is life. And so now we have this opportunity to give employees what they want, which is choice. You know, you cited a stat that said, you know, employers are offering benefits, but the employees don't know about it. So there's low engagement. Actually, the studies today, that is one of the reasons still, but the bigger reason in fact, Gallup just put out a survey that said 76% of employees who receive well-being benefit 
from their employers don't engage with it. And when you dig into the reason why, the problem has shifted toward personalization. Mm. It doesn't, it's well-intended. It doesn't land with me. It's, it does, it's not what I need in this moment. So what do, and by the way, it's the moments that matter just like life, right? So I may need something now and need something different in two days. My context is constantly changing. My environment, my relationships, my health, all changing, all dynamic. So how can an employer possibly win in that game? They're spending all this money. So what, what we've done at Mavi, and side note, Mavi by pronunciation, not by spelling, means my life in French. It was actually the code name of the company when we were starting it. And after a very excruciating branding exercise, we decided to call it the same thing. But <laughs> so, um, uh, but I digress. So so the question really became, you know, look, I've been in HR, the HR realm for a very long time. I started talking to people that I know about what we were building, this human solution. And it took about six seconds to realize that we could solve an immense problem for employers. Hmm which is stop the waste, stop the effort of trying to architect these suites of solutions in the great hope that something lands with someone, that there's something relevant to everyone. So, um, you know, employers are doing a lot of great stuff. You know, it used to be the EAP and now it's evolved into let's get everyone headspace or let's get everyone a Fitbit. And um, that's great. I mean, th- I think that's actually amazing evolution, which it, it's what it's telling you is what people really want is, are consumer solutions that are out there solving wellness problems in the world. Mm-hmm. And so what we've done, Al, is we've actually curated, and I hate the term, I'm going to come back to that in a second, but we've curated the best of wellness on the planet, both products that ship and digital services that are intentionally wellness and well-being. We say total well-being. Why do we say that? Because we're not a point solution. We're a total well-being solution. We, we, we define wellness or well-being as mind, body, heart, soul, work, money, and planet. That latter point being this notion that we can no longer, like all bets are off. It's so, we can no longer separate our own individual well-being from that of the world in which we live. And the world, we really segment into two buckets. The world is both a society, so we need to be good citizens. Mm-hmm. And we, we are, have a planet that we need to keep around. <laughs> and so environment and society. So, um, and by the way, just to, just to put a kind of bow on this curation present, if you will, we curate in three ways. We curate for wellness, which means products and services that are intentionally wellness. We hyper curate. So let me give a couple of examples where an employer might say, I'm going to get everyone a mindfulness solution or I'm going to reimburse everyone for gym membership. 
that's great. Those are broad solutions. They, the hope is they apply to the masses. We do that. We have those solutions. However, we also hyper curate because wellness is personal. We want to, we want to deliver on that. Here's an example. You know, if you, if you, um, if you make uh, a therapy solution available, you know, there's a therapy solution out there that, that literally their tagline is therapy for all. But we also have the black girl doctor, which is therapy and coaching for and by black women. Or we also have canopy, which is therapy and coaching for new moms because it's much, it's niche, but it's personal. So now we have all of these choices in the marketplace along with, and to be complemented by content and community. Um, and by the way, and features to keep you engaged and nudged along the way, put all that together. And now you get the ability to be on a journey, but the back to curation, sorry. The last thing we do is we curate for good. All of the brands who are available in our solution, this is not pay for play. Like, Hey, if your wellness or look or smell like wellness, you're in. This is Mavi finding the brand and then assessing the brand to ensure that they have a demonstrated and visible commitment to the environment, to society, and to the consumer. Hmm. So now you bring purpose into the mix because the reality is we need to be social responsibility as part of the well-being journey. And we, we, what we say Mavi is, Al, is the place where wellness stories unfold for people, for companies, and for communities. Hmm. I love it. You know, one of the things that's popping to mind as you're sharing this, and I'm getting all fired up because, you know, there's in the field of people analytics, well-being has been researched. It's been studied to the extent that, hey, this is something, to your point, that's important to employers. And there's various levels of commitment that it invites the question, what is the appropriate action? You know, yeah, I can reduce workload. I can empower with additional resources. I can you know, do a variety of things. But what I'm hearing you say is that here is a platform that you can access community, that you can access content and products and services that are going to meet my needs at a certain point in time. Yeah. And by your very definition in, in uh, creating Mavi, you've sensed that that was underserved to date. Is that a fair yeah. statement? Yeah. I think well, I think the wellness market for you and I as consumers is not underserved. I think it's slightly misserved. Hmm. And, and I don't mean that, look, it's big. And the problem for us as humans is we avoid complexity. Nobody wants to go navigate and dig around and find their consumer wellness journey. And I always say, look, if the, the reason you engage in wellness as a human being is you, you either have a problem or you have a passion. That's the, that's why you will definitely engage. Like I need, I have diabetes now, or I have hypertension. Those are, or, or I'm about to have high cholesterol. Um, those are big things that we know we can avoid 
through choices we make in our wellness journey, not our health. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I can like distinguish between the two, wellness is more how do I prevent those things from happening and classic health care, or at least health care, not health. Health care is how do I treat those things, right? And so right. wellness and health, are, health care are now meaningfully coming together. But because the market's so big and consumers don't like complexity unless they have a passion or a problem, the, the, the underserved part is what about everybody else? How do you get the masses interested, curious, more engaged? You know, maybe everybody is saying, look, I want to sleep better or I should eat healthier. That's great. But how do you spark their curiosity? I mean, it's well-being is no longer, as you know, about eating healthy and stopping smoking. It's about your mind, your body, your heart, your soul, your work, your money, your planet, which is a lot. Right. So it's you have to address the total self. So that's what we're trying to do is find a way to get people on a journey anchored in discovery, not anchored in prescription. I'm not going to tell you, Al, go meditate five minutes a day for the rest of your life, and that's going to solve all your problems. Yeah. I'm going to tell you to do things, or we're going to allow you to discover things that work for you in the moment. And if they work for a week, success. If they don't work for you at all, success. Why? You found out what doesn't work for you, right? Sure. Now, for the employer, what's the action? And it's a good question. First of all, the action's already being taken. Let, or let, let's talk about the employers who are taking action because 48% of U.S. employers are not offering well-being benefits at all yet. Now, wow. those are mostly smaller companies, I suspect, but 48% is a lot, which means there's an underserved market for small business. And we, how do we address that? You know, why is that? Well, small business don't know they should, don't know they can, don't know how, think it's too expensive, think it's resource intensive and takes a lot of time, don't know where to start, fill in the blank. We want to be the, we're always, our mantra is we're the easy button. So for an employer who doesn't have well-being benefits, we're literally instant on total well-being for a small employer. We're also instant on total well-being for larger employers, but the value proposition might be slightly different, which is, side note, by the way, we offer Mavi at no charge for the first 25 users because we want to make sure that that market is served and we want that market to grow with us. And guess what? If you never grow beyond 25 employers, employees, so be it. We now have 25 people potentially on a well-being journey, and we're achieving our mission of positively impacting the world through the pursuit of well-being. For the employers who are offering benefits, um, we, we want them to stop wasting money. And the way that we do that is we have a feature, which is a digital wallet that simply allows the employer to give Al the money to spend as he chooses on what he chooses, when he chooses, and as much money as he wants. So you spend the employer's money, but Al, you might spend your own money, right? Hmm. And, um, you know, we, we think the action is for the employer. Don't choose for the employee if you don't have to. You might choose an EAP. That's fine because, you know, we have to. 
Um, and we're not in EAP, although we do have a lot of services that are EAP-like in the solution, right? Like therapy and coaching and, and quitting smoking and all those other resources. Um, <clears throat> but I'm not saying go kill your EAP. What I am saying is all the other stuff that you offer, your money might be better served allowing the employee to choose how to spend it. And the one thing that you do know is that it's spent well, meaning it's spent on wellness. And two, it's spent with brands doing good in the world. So now you get purpose and kind of the culture of responsibility along with a culture of well-being. Yeah, I, I mean, the more we talk, the more of a fan I become of you and and Mavi, just because it's something so. that we need. Sure, and it's something, to your point, it's not going away. And there's, again, to highlight the fact that we're in this uh, economic time of uncertainty and it's always going to be the case where high value talent are going to have choices on where to go. And yeah. the, part of the equation is how they felt feel taken care of by their employer. Uh, so if they're going to feel taken care of and appreciated and recognized by someone else, they'll probably move. So this is a way to acknowledge that, hey, we care about you as a human being, not just as a worker. And now you can go on your own journey. And one of the things that I was really taken back, and if you could mention this as we start to wrap, this lives with the individual. Like they can take that balance and go elsewhere. Is that right? I mean, you make such an important point that's so important to us is if wellness is like life, then wellness is not for during employment. Meaning we believe an employer should be your supporter during employment, but the solution, Mavi, will follow you for life. It's like your LinkedIn profile. I mean, you, if you leave, if I leave Mavi, I still have my LinkedIn, right? So you leave your employer, you get a text message that says, hey, I'm sorry you left Mavi, but Mavi's still with you. <laughs> <laughs> and so's the money in your wallet. And by the way, um, we, so it stays with you for life. And you, the employer can now kind of be one of your wellness champions during employment. But the other thing that we believe is that wellness is a gift. I mean, the, the, the ability to pursue well-being is a gift. If you're lucky enough to have a lot of disposable income, then maybe it's easier for you to pursue wellness. So well-being needs to be not just personal, but it needs to be accessible and it needs to be inclusive. Oh. And so... Um, I did that. <laughs> well, I was looking at the screen thinking, that's a good picture. <laughs> um, it, 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 we allow you as a user, we don't just allow your employee, employer to give you the gift of wellness and funds to spend on your well-being, but we also allow you to gift wellness to anyone you want. So now you can offer Mavi including money in the digital wallet with a very powerful message of go be well. And so um, we just think it needs to permeate life. It needs to kind of spread out like a web of, of let's go be well. Yeah. 
No, I, I absolutely love it. And I actually love it so much. I have it. So I got my balance right there. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. So, no, it, it's it's fantastic. I mean, I'm really excited, not only for you all as a firm, but for those who are going to be utilizing your solution and the employers who adopted who are going to reap the benefits. So, yeah, Absolutely. how can people learn more about you and what you're doing there at Mob? Sure. I mean, feel free to jump on our website at gomavi, M-A-A-V-E-E.com. Um, I am always available at your disposal. So we'll, we'll throw out my email address, my LinkedIn profile, um, connect with me on LinkedIn, DM me. Um, let's talk wellness. Um, e even if you don't become a customer, we certainly love the feedback. And, yeah. you know, the customers that we have have given us incredible feedback and some really interesting statistics that we're collecting from users, um, including the fact that 92% of the users in Mavi have said, I would prefer my employer to let me shop in this market than going out and choosing for me. Mm -hmm. And 96% have said, we love the fact that these brands are doing good in the world. And so those two things are really, I think, powerful. And um, we'll look, uh, we're the easy button. Like mm -hmm. literally you give, you, you only give us two data points the email address of the user and how much money you're giving them and at what cadence. Other than that, everything else is us. Yeah. It's a 10 minute activation, not a nine month implementation, literally 10 minutes. I mean, you, I invited you, you saw, you got the invite. You were I got asking, on my app. I've been shopping. I haven't spent anything yet, but I've been shopping. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's just easy. And we want it to be easy for employers. They have so much to do. And the work and workers have a lot to do as well. So they need to, quite, to need to be accessible and that's what yeah. you're delivering. Hey, Frank, thanks for doing what you do. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for being your awesome self. And uh, let's do it again. We're going to do a podcast soon. So I you know, look forward to doing that and uh, we'll share more. So uh, see you thanks soon. Thanks for yeah? being a of Mavi. We really appreciate it. All right. Hey, appreciate all right. you. All right. Be well. Thank you, Thank you all for joining. Appreciate thanks it. For